0: So let's talk O line. Um and let's start with Frank Ragnow. Uh, a, a an unbelievable job and a tough task. Peter Vea, that's a big dude. It's and Kalija Cancy <laughs> in there as well at times. Like you got you got two different worlds. You've got a guy who's a massive, powerful individual, and you got another guy that is, well, I mean, what is he, six one, you know, two hundred and eighty pounds, and could play in a completely different style of game in Kalajakancy. Yeah. But Frank and Frank got dinged up right before halftime, but he battled the entire day. Yeah, and you know, so let's start there. Your thoughts on on Frank and his ability to you know handle pain, but also play at a high level?
1: Yeah, Frank is as as consistent as they come, and some kind. Sometimes guys like that are underappreciated just because you're used to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a couple really special players i played with you know when you talk about charles woodson and aaron Rodgers and julius peppers and clay matthews like they're just so consistent that i think you get used to it and maybe you take that for granted a little bit i mm-hmm. think frank fits into that category that yeah, it's just frank man like he's just out there doing his thing man we know what we got with him he's he's mr consistent he, we know where you know he's gonna be he, 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 we know he's gonna get his job done right um He's so undervalued, in my opinion, because it is so important to have an offensive line that is not only good physically, but great mentally, right? If you can get to the line of scrimmage, and th- I was a guy that, you know, I'll tell you, John, I'm not bragging, but I didn't have the best physical abilities, right? But I had to find ways to create advantages, and that was on the mental side. And, you know, when you're in the huddle, everybody's looking at the quarterback. I used to look out at the defense because you can pick up some small tips, hey, right, the two defensive tackles are talking to each other. Hey, watch for a stunt here. Watch for a pressure or something. Something weird's going on, you know? Frank has that ability to dissect what teams are going to do before the ball is snapped. And I think that a guy like that is the quarterback's best friend. And Ben Johnson (laughs) called him his secret weapon. It's a play caller's best friend because you're not now loading everything onto the quarterback where the quarterback's got to come in figure out the personnel figure out the front right figure out the rotation figure out this figure out if you can have frank a guy up there and a smart offensive line that says hey we're good under front boom watch this okay what do you want to do it, it makes the quarterback's job so much easier in trying to get you into a, a more efficient play, not a perfect play, but a more efficient play. And I think that's what Frank does. And I think that's the undervalued part uh, of his game is the mental side of it and how he's able to dissect things and, and read blitzes and, and watches so much film that, Hey, I know exactly what you're doing before the ball is snapped. You have that kind of advantage. I mean, you're never going to get beat. Right. And I think that's why uh, Frank is such a high level player, but Talk about the toughness. I mean, he was in a lot of pain. And I didn't see the replay. I saw it live when it happened on the sack and he got rolled into I think it was on the third and one. Yeah. Um Empty. <laughs> didn't like to play call, first of all.
0: But, <laughs> That's uh, why I threw that one out like, there. Yeah, yeah, didn't like the
1: play call. Um, <laughs> More information. But, you know, it, it looked pretty bad at the moment. Yeah. And that, I think, was... I think that was right. Pretty shortly after Jonah had
0: exited the game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I it think was, Jonah Jonah went out early in the second quarter, and and I think it was like, uh, maybe Frank a drive or right in about away. The two warning. Yeah, it was yeah. about a
1: drive or two away. Yeah. But uh, you're sitting there looking. Jonah goes out. It's like mm, man, like not ideal. This is obviously our worst nightmare. And then Frank rolled up on him, was like, "Oh no, like oh boy, please be okay." Yeah. And I was actually sitting behind the bench, and I walked him kind of limber off to the sideline and bunch of people coming up to him and you just saw him nodding like yeah i'm, yeah. I'm good i'm I'll good you know when you get rolled up on your knees i think sometimes it's you're scarier. a little bit more scared yeah. than you are you know uh, in, in pain yeah so i think when he got up and you know okay you're like Old guys i'm there. gonna be good right he's been a guy that he's battled through you know all season long um with his, his injuries but he's the guy man he is the leader of not only that offense, I think the entire team. Mm -hmm. I think guys have so much appreciation for what he does um, the the new bars that he raises when it comes to like you mentioned, toughing things out and and pain management and hey, if I can go, I gotta go. That's going to be contagious to the rest of the group. When you see a guy like that, that's Frank's in a going, lot of pain. Go. That's in a lot of pain going out there and still battling his ass off. He's doing it for his teammates. And I think an attitude like that, a guy like that, um, like I said, man, that wears off on the rest of the team. So I think he can't say enough good things about him, man. He sets a tremendous example for the rest of that team.